following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you are under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. <laughs> Captivating interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. Best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> and explicit content. Oh, that's in the... This is Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JT and I'm here with my tardy but braless wife. Why am I tardy? We're both tardy. We're like three weeks late on a show. <laughs> we got in trouble. We got chastised a little. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Monroe made the comment of, well, you know, I used to have these friends that did a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So the reason for our absence, we really don't have a good one. Uh, we got lots of stuff going on, and lots of stuff coming up, but we just really didn't have anything going on the last couple of weeks. I guess. Well, we were gonna do a show last week, but we ended up having to go. We had to not be around. Yeah, we had to go somewhere. Yeah, we had to go somewhere the night we were going to do the show, yeah. so we didn't. And I will throw a little teaser out there. We have got some big shit coming up, and it's stuff that we can't talk about. So maybe I've been subconsciously avoiding the show because I know I can't talk about the shit can't. yet. We can't. We <laughs> can't. Let's just say the first, will it be the first show in November? Maybe the second show of November. It'll be sometime in November. Yeah. You'll want to listen. <laughs> I got some stuff coming up, man. You're going to love it. All right. Well, let's talk about what we got to talk about tonight. We got lots of stuff on the table. We have got some uh, some sexy stories coming up a little bit later in the show. We'll get to those a little later. Okay. 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 But tonight I wanted to kind of focus on house parties. We have been to several. We have hosted several. We always have the... I don't want to toot my own horn too much. And besides, if I could toot my own horn, I wouldn't need you. Um, but <laughs> we always get very high praise and compliments on our house parties. People say they're the best ever. They love them. Uh, we have couples that drive from over three hours away that say they'll never miss one. <laughs> I mean, it's huge, huge compliments. I, I love hearing that stuff. I'm glad people are having such a good time. But it got me to thinking about, well, what makes a great house party? If our listeners out there are thinking about throwing one, how do they pull this off? Well, enlighten us. <laughs> I don't have a magic formula. That's the problem. Do you have a guide for this? I know. Do you have documentation? You could probably Google it. How to throw a swinger party. I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would say. <laughs> uh, get a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> have everybody bring their keys inside. Mm. Uh. Sorry, I'm uh, drinking a little maple whiskey tonight. Yum stuff. Yeah. So I thought there were there's many different aspects to a house party. Um, and let's start with... The venue. 
We absolutely love having people here for numerous reasons. A, we're lazy as fuck. We don't want to go anywhere. So That's not the only... <laughs> that, no. We love hosting people here. We have the room. We have the extra bedrooms. We encourage people to stay because obviously there's always alcohol involved in these things. Right. Um, and we have just the setup. And we even had it at the old house. Um, you know, we had the bar in the basement, little dance floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote-unquote play area, and then we had a couple extra bedrooms there. Here we have a little more space. We have a lot more space here. <laughs> but yeah. So, I, you like know... Like four queen beds. Yeah, if you live in a two-bedroom apartment, probably not the best idea to try and throw a house party. No. Um, oddly enough, when we had neighbors, we never had an issue. Mm-mm. Now that we don't have neighbors... <laughs> We made a little too much noise, apparently. <laughs> well, that was our first ever outdoor. It was. And we we didn't shut it down early enough outside. So, you know, first of all, space is an important factor, especially depending on the number of couples you're going to invite. We like to keep it usually like 10 couples or less. Yeah. Um, 10 couples is a lot. And and that's, I think we did that for the Swinger Olympics, which was the majority of that party was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, for inside house parties, it's more like five, six couples. Yeah. Yeah. It just becomes too much. It does. Um, and you've got people, you know, if we were to have 10 couples in here, there's probably, I mean, there's enough room for everybody in the basement, but you'd have people strewn throughout the house then. Um, probably trying to find a quiet corner somewhere. Well, and not only that, but when you start to get over a certain number, knowing who's going to mesh well with others. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. The bigger the number, the harder that equation yeah. becomes. Especially with who knows who. Yes. De- oh, definitely. Um other things about the venue, you know, we do have a full bar. We've always had a full bar. Um, it's not a necessity. Um, most house parties we've ever been to, and we even say the same of ours, is BYOB. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should have a little place for people to put coolers or, or store their booze, uh, but you don't need to have a full bar, I don't think. No, and, you know, if somebody's like, hey, let's do some shots, grab whatever's behind the bar. I don't care. Yeah, we're always like that. We don't, um, you know, we tell people BYOB, but we end up handing out liquor left and right because we want to get rid of it. (laughs) Or because, hey, you know, we really like this. You want to try it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, whatever. So, yeah, I don't think a bar is is a necessity. It it certainly adds. It's a great congregation place. A lot of people like to hang around there and just shoot the shit. Um, Gives you a good place to set your drink while you're shooting the shit. It does, yeah. Again, not a necessity. Other than that, really the only, depending on the type of house party you're going to throw, the only other really important area, I would say, would be to have some kind of a play area if it's that kind of party. Right. So we traditionally throw two different kinds of parties, I would say. We have one kind where it is a very small group and we hand select the people that are coming and we know that everybody's going to mesh well. And while there's never, ever any expectation, we prepare for the fact that things could go that way. Yep. We've Um, got condoms. We've got lube. We've got, you know, just like set out about the areas. Um, Baby toothbrushes. Yeah. 
you and, know. And then the other, you know, we also do bigger parties where we don't expect that to go. We don't even think it usually won't happen, but a lot of times it does. Right. <laughs> so we prepare for it anyway. Um, but if you're going to have a swinger party, quote unquote, as long as you're allowing play to happen in your house, you should have an area for it to happen. Exactly, because then you can also protect said furniture that is in that area or carpets or whatever you want to do. You know, bodily fluids are going to happen. Mm -hmm. So in our place, just so you guys have a little visual, we have a playroom out in the living room area of our basement. Um, basically, all it is is an L-shaped couch with a rug in front of it. The rug is made out of memory foam, so it's super cushy and soft. And then we just take um, waterproof waterproof puppy blankets and cover everything. Right. And there's a, there's a chair. Oh, chair. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. chair. <laughs> like a really comfortable chair. Um, but yeah, and then in front of that is just a huge open space. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of wide open and, and anybody can do that. Now, this party was a little different. Um, well, we had one party, I should say, that was a little different where we had an open bedroom. Um, and it's not really a bedroom. We're technically sitting in it right now. <laughs> it's right. The studio. We have the ability to move the studio. And yeah, usually we'll turn it into a bedroom for somebody to stay here. This uh, particular party, we didn't have somebody staying in this room. So we actually used this room as a playroom as well. That way, if somebody wanted to come in here and close the door and not be in front of however many people happen to be here, they could. And they did. Yeah, absolutely. They took advantage of it. They came in here. It was just uh, a couple that uh, came in and did their thing and shut the door. And that's exactly what it was intended for. Absolutely. We had extra sheets so we could switch them out. And because nobody wants to play in other people's stuff, you know, like make sure go to the go to Goodwill or Salvation Army or whatever. And just pick up extra fitted sheets. Yeah, we had a bunch of extra ones in case anything did happen. Then we could switch them out. If somebody wanted to stay in that bed, mm -hmm. just switch out the sheets, put on new bedding. You're good to go. Right. So um, I think that kind of covers the play areas. Are you having an issue over there? Yes. <laughs> so I came home from work today. And, you know, usually when I come home, she's working in her office. And I don't say anything until I, I hear her talk because I never know if she's on a call or not or a video chat or whatever. So, and all I hear out of the back room is this, uh, hi. It was like a struggled hi. I thought she was crying. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? My allergies are going nuts. So I'm itchy and goobery. I'm like, what I do? <laughs> no, everything's just kind of going, going a little nuts. Speaking of nuts, back to the house party. Okay. <laughs> um, so venue-wise, you know, that's that's all I can really tell you. Um, if you do have neighbors close by, obviously keep the, the volume low. and you Blinds know, closed. You don't want, yeah, blinds closed. You don't want to uh, draw attention to this thing at all. That's, that's number one. Um, whether it's a nosy neighbor or neighbors who like to call the authorities for being right. too noise, noisy. So, And our... our Food, it kind of ranges. You know, you do want to make sure that you have some sort of snacks, whether you say, hey, bring a snack to pass or whatever. Um, we sometimes do and we sometimes don't. But we try to keep it kind of simple where they can just grab some food because let's face it, by midnight after drinking, people are hungry. 
So we have done like all day, you know, the, the Olympics. That was an all day party, went into the night. So we did want to serve a full meal with that. Um, we made it a potluck. We cooked up the meat. Everybody else brought a dish to pass. It worked out great. Right. Um, yeah, if you're going to have that much time involved, you, like you said, people are going to be drinking. You want to have something that they can put in their bellies to mm-hmm. <laughs> absorb. Um, we typically, if we're doing a meal or even snacks, we try to stay away from garlic. <laughs> Please. Onions. Although yes. this time we put out onion dip, and, but nobody ate it. <laughs> um, you know, stuff that, that's just not sexy. <laughs> no, like... There is nothing sexy about a big old honking whiff of garlic breath or onion. Like, no. The other thing is, is um, the way the food sits. We did a party once where there was only two other couples here. Well, I wouldn't even call it a party. It was just a get together. Um, but we had planned on this really super fancy meal. Carmen did up lobster tails, bacon encrusted lobster tails. We had steak and lobster and, and biscuits and mashed potato. We had all this just really rich, heavy food. And everybody got done from dinner and we're like, huh, okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll play in like six hours. <laughs> and that, because we did kind of start early. We did. But it was just, we ate early. Everybody was just dog tired and sitting and chilling and it just it, Right. I mean, it did not lend itself to a very sexy vibe. No, you know, like pastas and I don't know. We try to keep it pretty low-ish, carb-ish, like yeah. having those options or whatever, just so that way you don't feel like a bloated cow. <laughs> So, and we have literally run the gamut on stuff we set out for snacks. You know, we've done jalapeno poppers and egg rolls. Those went over really well. Yeah. Um, we've done chips and dip and just trail mix and everything you can imagine. I will tell you this, whatever you buy, you're going to end up with at least half of it. Yeah, more. Well, we, yeah, we did. Yeah. It's just every, every party, there's always leftover food, tons of it. And especially if people are bringing a dish to pass. Most of the time they leave that at your house. Yeah. <laughs> so usually on Sunday after a party, we'll have like one or two of the treats that somebody brought. And we're like, throw this shit in the garbage because we're going to eat this for the rest of the week. And we're going to feel like shit all week. Absolutely. Because <laughs> Costco cookies are like the best. We just don't want to eat an entire pack of them. Exactly. <laughs> they get left here. Yes. And actually, we... We, we buy them. I was going to say, we buy one, and then usually somebody else will bring a pack of Costco cookies as well. <laughs> and I'm like, yay. Okay, who has Littles to take these home to? Yeah, we try and send stuff home with people because, like you said, we don't... And we'll end up throwing it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise we'll sit here and eat it for the whole week. And right. That's not good, so... I think that kind of covers the food aspect of things. We've done venue. We've done cocktails. We've done food. So the absolute most important part of any house party. People. The guest list. And this is, I think, why we get so many compliments and why ours work out a lot of times. We are very cognizant of who we invite. Yes. We don't just throw a blind invitation out there and say, hey, who wants to come? Um, we are I, picky, I guess, is the word. Uh, I don't know. It thought out. 
Yes. And it, I, I wouldn't say picky. I would say very well thought out. And again, it varies on party to party. Uh, the Olympics, we, we took some chances this year. We did. We invited some new people who we had not met. Um, thankfully, it worked out great. They were awesome people. Um, but yeah, it's um, you never know because we do have a fairly solid core group. Mm-hmm. And you never know when you're going to introduce somebody new into that group, how is it going to be taken? Right. Are they going to mesh and click with everybody's sense of humor? Uh, you know, the, their talking style? Are they are, are they just going to fit in, I guess? Right. Well, and when you throw newer people into a mix, especially when people are meeting them for the first time, those conversations haven't been had. You know, so, you know, like us, we don't play on the first date. Right. So somebody brand new comes to our party and it's kind of, they're off the table. To Yeah, generally, unless the, the moon and stars aligned for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, there's only been one first date I think we ever played on. Yeah. And that worked out tremendously, but it did. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's you uh, you know you want to encourage those conversations, but also new people coming into the group, it can be very intimidating for them. So you want to make them feel as comfortable as possible as well, right? Um, and make sure they're doing okay. So it's always a gamble; you never know. It's a balance. It is. We try to not do that so much if we're going to bring somebody new into the group we we want to go out and meet them a few times before we do that Mm -hmm. um because i think we have a fairly good judgment on who's gonna fit in or not (laughs) right and you know there's not a whole lot of knots every we're so damn friendly that most people do fit in right so i would say um now on the smaller side of things when we do the the more I don't want to call it a play party, but intimate. S- sometimes they are, yeah. Um, I, we don't have a, a algorithm or anything that chooses who we're going to invite. It's basically we invite people we want to do. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> and I guess our taste is in line with a lot of people because people tend to mesh well I in those so. situations. Yeah. So I think it could also be, you know, a smaller party, you're less on edge you're more relaxed and you're freer a little bit than if you have 50 people that are there and you feel like you have to watch your back you can really relax with the smaller venue i would agree with that absolutely and you know if you're going to do a big event like the olympics when we did that it seemed like we were running a lot because we had so much planned We had the events, we had the food, we had the music, we had just something going on every minute. So you and I were really stretched kind of thin, uh, taking care of the party and and at the same time, making sure everybody's okay, making sure everybody's having fun. It was a lot. So a small (laughs) one, we can can relax. Yeah. And enjoy and just be. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, Will we do a lot of big parties? I think you and I have had a conversation. We'll do a couple a year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that's a great number. We'll probably do, you know, two a year. And even if that, you know, this year, one big one was the the goal. So we did the Olympics. Right. <laughs> and then we went, whew, that's a lot of damn work. <laughs> <laughs> so we may, we may just 
not have that many big parties. Yeah. But small ones, sure. Now you start coming into this time of year, and it becomes more difficult. There's so much going on all around right now with hotel takeovers. There's one this weekend. There's one next weekend. There's another one. You know, we're going to Halloween on the 28th, I think. Uh-huh. Um, then you get into Thanksgiving, Christmas, family stuff. Um, kids are in sports. There's basketball games starting in November. Football's going on right now. It just it, it gets really, really busy and competitive for that lifestyle time. Right. Well, and even, you know, winter is just, it's a big lifestyle season. So you start running into, well, there's this going on and there's that going on. But then even in the summer, you've got, well, we're going on vacation or around, at least around here in the summertime, you're not competing with hotel takeovers. Exactly. We don't have them, you know, they stop usually around March um, and then you won't have them again until Halloween. Halloween is the kickoff of hotel season. And then, you know, the, it pretty much runs through March. You'll have New Year's and you'll usually have like a Valentine's or a spring one. And, and then that's it. So Mardi Gras. You don't have that competition. But like you said, you're competing with vacations. And <laughs> exactly. All the other stuff that right. goes on in summer. So we'll probably plan our next year's uh summer party the olympics the olympics probably in january ish like at least put a date out yeah we'll put a we'll we'll figure out a date we did that actually this year and it worked out really well um but that way we can get them on six months in advance of people's vacations yeah they can figure it out and and we also kind of look at we've got a lot of friends that that have kid weekends and don't have kid weekends. Mm-hmm. So we take that into consideration. All right, is this a kid weekend? Is this not? And, and thankfully, they're on the same weekends. Yeah, so it's easy to schedule that. <laughs> so we just pick a, a weekend and go for it. And then, like you said, they have to, if they want to attend, they can schedule around. If they want to go on vacation, they go on vacation. It's not a big deal. Absolutely. So, um, you did bring up a good point, though. Actually, you didn't bring up a point at all. You just triggered my memory. <laughs> uh, you were talking about winter. One thing I want to add to the venue part, especially because most party venues in a home are in the basement, mm-hmm. 99% of them. Um, if you're going to have a swinger party in your basement, make sure the temperature is adequate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, basements get cold. Swinger parties generally don't involve a lot of clothes. <laughs> Well, and who wants shrinkage during a swinger party? <laughs> no. I mean, doubt. it's great for the ladies because our nips stand really well. <laughs> but when we're cold, we want to put things on, not take them off. We have an electric fireplace at the old house. We had an electric, I guess you'd call it a wood burning stove. It, I don't know, just a, it's a little space heater is what it was, but it put out some damn good heat. So I will always fire those up beforehand before people get here also we i almost caught it um most of the time in the summer or winter we close the vents in the basement because we don't want to heat the basement (laughs) i leave the vent open in here in the studio and that's about it right um so you got to remember to go turn those back on before a party (laughs) right because we don't hang out a lot in our 
even though it's fully finished and whatever, we don't hang out a lot down here. We prefer upstairs. Well, and we do more so in the winter time, but in the summer, we're outside. Yeah. If it's nice out, we're outside. So, yeah, we don't spend a lot of time down here unless we're recording a show. So. Exactly. So there's no sense in heating or cooling, but make sure it's warm enough down there. Yeah, that is a key factor. You know, and listen to your guests. You know, if they're starting to get too warm, crack a window. Yep, you can always crack the window. Make sure you turn the heater off. And I've done that before, especially once you get a lot of bodies in a in a tight space. Yeah. It heats up really quick. So, Or if you're dancing and whatever, it, your body heat's going to heat it up. But make yeah. sure it's warm to begin with. All right, is there anything else we really need to touch on as far as parties go? The one thing I could mention, I guess, especially if you're doing this for the first time, some people like to actually publish a set of rules um, and hand them out when people get there. Not a bad idea. Um, yep. You know, uh, we, we have a pretty good core group that know the rules and they are more than happy to inform others mm -hmm. um, as we are, you know, when they come. But um, I, I have seen some parties before where they actually publish, you know, hey, no means no, consent is a must. And just down the line, even, you know, stupid things like stay out of our bedroom, or, you know. That's not stupid. <laughs> well, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Don't have sex on my bed. Yeah. <laughs> We've never played on our bed. We have not. We kind of reserve that area for us. I mean, you and I have played on our bed. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, the, the count is up. We've done the bedroom, the living room, the basement. The bar. What was the latest one? We just added your another, office. We added another room to the house. Oh yeah, my office. Your office. <laughs> so you guys know we've talked about our sizes before. JD is incredibly tall. So like having sex on a couch doesn't work very well for us. Having sex in a car does not work for the, us. The couch worked really well when your knees were on the seat and you were bent over the back and I was standing on the floor. Yes. That worked well. That that was fine. But we're also adults and we're like, why are we having sex on a hard floor when we have a perfectly <laughs> good soft bed elsewhere? It's, yeah. I, I guess we should point out there too because we do... <laughs> And we laugh about this, but there's there's certain people that stay in certain rooms when they come to our parties. Um, we did have sex in my office, but it was not on the bed. <laughs> yeah, it was not on the bed. And there's a couple that stays in my office all the time. Right. And we would wash the sheets anyway. <laughs> yeah. And fuck you. It's my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I own it. Uh, we have not done any of the other bedrooms, though, or your office. Mm-mm. We're, we're coming up on being in this house for a year. We gotta get to work. But it's it's a floor. I don't want to. I don't want to have sex on a floor. Yeah, your office would be rough because your, our options are your office chair or the kitty litter bench. <laughs> That's just gross. Yeah. <laughs> and we have hardwood floors up there. It's not soft and cushy like the floor out here that we right. have set up for it. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't consider our living room down here the floor because it's like a freaking bed. <laughs> right. All right. I will leave this up to you then. I think we've covered everything on house parties that we can. Um, lighting. Yeah. You know. Keep it dim. <laughs> How about timing? Um, Like, are you talking time of year or time of day? 
I'm talking like timing of reading the room and getting things started. Actually, that's a very good point because when we go to other house parties, Carmen will take some outfit changes, maybe only one or, or five. It depends on the party. Right. But she will always take her cues from the hostess. Um, if the hostess is going to go change into lingerie, then she'll go and change into the lingerie. She won't do it before that. Um, so she's kind of watching the, the hostess and take her cues. And the same goes, I think, for the most part with play. I, yeah, I always take it from the hostess. Yeah. We, we kind of wait and see what they're doing, and, and they are in the lead. Um, <laughs> with us, as you know, Carmen likes to go early, so she will generally... If, if play is on the table, she will generally take the lead and say, all right, it's 8 o'clock. Let's go. No, mm. kidding. Not 8 o'clock, but 9 o'clock, <laughs> 9 yeah. Yeah, she's ready to go. So I don't want to sit, you know, because once I get to about 11, 1130, I'm a half hour away from my wall. Yeah. And starting something at 11, 1130 it's tough. It's tough because now you're, you know, you're going to be up until one, two o'clock. So. And we are in the minority on this, folks. Um, most any event, house parties, hotel takeovers, um, anything, most events, people don't really start things until 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock. Um, and some of that is we all struggle with how do we get things going? How do we make that move? Um, so you sit around and you hem and you haw and you talk and you flirt. And then after enough cocktails are in people, then somebody goes, Hey, let's go do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's just our style. We, we would prefer to do it before too many cocktails are involved. I, I know I do because too many cocktails are involved. Ain't Absolutely. Sure stuff ain't working. Um, but we'd also like to do it earlier in the night because we know Carmen's going to hit her wall at about midnight. Well, but then you can, you can also, once that's, I don't want to say done because it, it continues to go like it, it may ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it may be like, okay, we chat and hey, how's everybody doing? How's your mama? Whatever. And then all the, you know, then you start playing and then, okay, we're taking a break and we're sitting and we're chatting and we're having fun still. And then things can start up again. Whereas if you start at 1130 midnight, now it's like you're done. Right. When it's over, we're old as fuck. You're done. <laughs> you know, where you can like kind of keep things moving and going and maybe get a couple extra in. So the question arises then, especially if you're hosting for your first time, how do you get things going? Um, there's a couple of suggestions I could offer out there. There's plenty of games, you know, from strip poker to there's adult dare games you can buy online. There's all kinds of sexy dice, that kind of stuff. Um, if you get people starting to play those, that, that gets things going sometimes. Uh, mm -hmm. Clothes start to come off. The other thing is if there's one comfortable one couple you're super comfortable with and you've maybe played before or you, you, are, you know you're going to play, you know, you've had that conversation, right. 
just start with them. Right. Um, as the host couple, if you start the play with them, others will follow. Exactly. And yeah, it, sometimes it's, you know, try my new toy. That works. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I, yeah. Hey, I just got this such and such, the hammer. You, you want <laughs> to try my new try toy? It? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that works too. It, yeah. So it, there's many different ways that you can, you can start it. Um, but I think in the past, it's always just been, we start playing with somebody and others join in. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we talked about this on the Olympic show. Uh, I, apparently, we make people super, super comfortable because they started without us on that one, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine. I'm glad they did, um, but usually that doesn't happen. A lot of people will wait for the host to... Yeah. take cues from well, at a first time house party I should say and I don't want to say that people got started on that all on their own because it got started with the massage table outside oh yeah it did yeah it, it, it had been built that was a weird situation because yeah. it had been building all day the the sexual tension was just there from I think we started at one in the afternoon until the party shut down at I don't even know what time so yeah. it was an all day thing and that was awesome. I'm so glad that, that people felt comfortable enough to, to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So I think those are our tips for house parties. I think so. So we're running we're running at about a half hour right now. Do you want to get into your topic or do you want to table that one? for? Because I do have to get to my sexy stories. Okay, get to your sexy stories. We'll table it. Okay. Well, we can hit that one next time. Okay. All right. Actually, you've got two topics we want to hit. I do? Yeah. I, you brought one up, but I don't know that you really want to talk about it, but I do. Okay. <laughs> so but maybe we'll do that next week. All right. Um, the sexy stories. So recently, you know, you guys, we haven't talked to you in three weeks, so. Slackers. I know. Um, we were in a situation where there were six couples total, um, one of whom was quote unquote broken at the time. Um, but the other five all kind of got naked and had a little fun. Why are you looking at me I, like I'm that? I'm just listening. <laughs> do you remember this? I do. Okay. I'm just listening. Um, so it was it was really an awesome time. It was just, I don't know, we all clicked for whatever reason, and everybody had a little fun. There was um, one new couple who we had not played with, right? Right. Yeah. So you got to play with her a little bit. I did not. I did not play with them at all. So, uh, did you enjoy? Of course I did. <laughs> so, Carmen started off playing with uh, some of the ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, he started off with one in particular, and then I think he went on to another. And But you were doing, I don't want to say the word, that's not the right word, but you were, you were, you were toying and, I'm guessing, tonguing them. I was a cunnel queen. <laughs> a what? A cunnel queen. Cunnel queen? Is that what you're Cunnel. Cunnel? Like cunnel Angus. Oh, cunnel Angus. Colonel Angus? Uh, <laughs> yes, you were. Um, and very, very early on, you actually, and we'll get to this, but you brought up a point to me the other day. Um, but early on, I was 
there was a lady on the ground. There was another lady between her legs. And then me and another gentleman were up on her upper parts. <laughs> You're getting a blowjob. Well, started on her boobs. And then, yeah, my, my dick might have slipped in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped and fell. I slipped and fell. Um, but she did this move where we were just, you know, we were all three on her and she kind of sat up and I freaked out. I'm like, Oh my God, what's wrong? And she said, nothing's wrong. And she, uh, removed the lady from between her legs and, and said something to the gym. Hey, you know, I'm going to be right back. And then pushed me on my back and continued with what she was doing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> to take control like that. It's like, wow, what a turn on. <laughs> and I got to imagine I'm not, I never have been, never was, never will be a video gamer, but I got to imagine that when she did that move, this is what she heard in her head. Finish him. <laughs> That's all and I can she think did. of. And she did. <laughs> yeah, because I was occupied elsewhere. You were on the other side of the room. Yeah, I was over by the bar. Were you? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were over by the chair at that point. No, I was over um, by the bar. And I saw, you know, what was going on, but I didn't see her flip you onto your back. And so... A little bit of time had passed and somebody took me over and put me on the chair and they were going down on me, mm -hmm. which yay me. <laughs> yay you. Yay me. Um, and then I went over to you and you were kind of ish hard. Mm -hmm. So I started playing and I'm like, hey. He's coming to life. You want to be my friend? <laughs> and you're like, uh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Well, you said, and yeah, and then we had the the, the talk that. Um, I had you, just gotten done. Well, but you also had said that you hadn't had anybody inside of you. Uh-huh. So you wanted me to do that deed. I'm like, absolutely. It's going to take some work, but let's go. And we started walking over to. Uh, where we were going to do this. No, this was... See, you keep missing this part in the night. No, okay. This was when we were standing over by our sliding doors, and then there was a large bit of time span oh, yeah. before okay. you said, I need a minute, and gotcha. so we went and took a minute. So now, and this is what I wanted to talk a little bit about too, because in that time frame, a couple of other ladies had come up to me, and they were being very flirty and playing around a little bit, and... and you know, obviously wanted to do things. I had literally just gone and I'm like, I can't, I, but I didn't vocalize it. I, you know, nobody saw me go, so they didn't know. Um, but, but what did I tell you clear. your response could have been? And this is where I failed. I, I failed miserably on this. I should have said, Hey, I just went, but you know, give me a few minutes. I'll get it back. In the meantime, mind if I have a lick? <laughs> right. Because you love to do that. I do. I absolutely love it. And that's rare. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that actually happened uh, with, with two different ladies. And I'm like, oh. And I don't know why I didn't vocalize that at the moment. Your brain, you you had sperm brain. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, like you were not firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I am not complaining by any means, but I, I am disappointed in myself for, because you offered the suggestion. Why didn't you say that? I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I say that? Right. <laughs> so, But in the moment, you just, yeah. you had sperm brain. So by the time I'm, I'm recovering, Carmen's getting frisky and, and we're walking back to, we're walking over to where we're going to, you know, do this. And another person comes out who... You were definitely, well, you've been with before, and you definitely wanted to be with again. And Well, we had started. Okay. We had started, and, you know. The group, yeah, a lot group. of people. And you jumped from he's one like, to another. I'm coming back to you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then he came back to me, and I'm like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think you asked me, do you mind? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I'm like, no, go. Have fun. Right. So I handed her off, and... You you were on top and it was fucking sexy. We were all standing at the bar watching you. Hot as hell. I I don't know if I knew that everybody was watching me if I would have continued. I might have like gotten a little self-conscious. Yeah, well, you shouldn't cuz it was freaking sexy. <laughs> but I'd be like, turn around everybody. This is weird. Why are you staring at me? Uh so yeah, there's our little sexy story for you guys. It was it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Lots of fun. Can't wait. <laughs> um, one little additional thing. I'll throw this out for the house party stuff because to me, it makes all the sense in the world. I'm sure you will not like it at all. Um, I was reading recently on, I don't know, one of the groups and they were talking about house party food. And one of the suggestions was, you know, you put out whatever chips and just snacky stuff, but then at the end of the night, when play's all done and everybody's just kind of hanging around naked and kind of in that afterglow, they cooked frozen pizzas. See, and I <laughs> thought about that. I'm like, we should just like go to Papa Murphy's and pick up Papa Murphy pizzas. Get some of them, yeah. Because, you know, and then take them and bake them at home. Because, okay, everything's done. Who cares about the garlic at this point? Right. And I'm sorry, but pizza is the absolute best after-sex food in the history of the world. It, and you like pizza anytime after midnight. Yeah, it reminds me of desire. <laughs> okay, how about 11.30? <laughs> I just thought that was a really cool idea. We, we might have to try that at a, sure. a future event. Yeah. So throw that out there. Or even just like order pizzas but eat it cold. Yeah, you could do that. Nobody cares. No. Get a little pizza oven for down here. No. <laughs> a little, little pizzazz. You just got a pizza oven. I can't fire that one in the basement. It's like a real fire pizza oven. That Put it outside the back door. <laughs> I do want to try that, though. I want to defrost a tombstone and try and cook it on there and see what it tastes like. Okay. Because if I could cook a tombstone in two minutes, hell yeah, line them up, man. I'll do that, and I'll cook five of them for everybody, and... Right. Be good to go. Okay. Okay. I think, guys, that is all we have this time around. Like I said, we've got some stuff coming up. We've got some topics for next week we're going to cover. 
a couple of different ones that Carmen has is brought to my attention. So, hotel parties. We got a hotel party at the end of the month. And desire. Desire at Thanksgiving. Yay. We are gonna eat turkey tacos. <laughs> you can eat my turkey taco. That's not turkey. Do you prefer roast beef? No, just taco. <laughs> <laughs> it's not roast beef. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're yeah, we're definitely eating some tacos. Yes. That's what we got going on. Yeah, yes. Guys, we'd love to hear from you as always. Please reach out to us. It is Midwest Threesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest the number three. S-O-M-E at gmail.com. We've been getting some great emails lately. Some some folks just starting out in the lifestyle that are following a very similar path that we did. So love to hear that stuff. Yeah. And the show is uh, is helping them along. Um, you can also find us on SLS. It's like S Couple on there. Or on Facebook, we are under Midwest Menage So please, say hi. 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 You look like you're about ready to fall asleep. I don't know. I just kind of like got all relaxed. <laughs> the whiskey hit bottom. I think the whiskey <laughs> hit bottom. Guys, we will be back next week with an all-new show. We will see you then. Bye-bye.